and welcome listeners to our podcast, Chocolate and Strawberry. It comes from a little story that uh, it's kind of become an urban legend now, I think. But I was assured that the guy that told me knew the person involved. Uh, tough young man. You know, guy who enjoyed his Indian curries, enjoyed going out for beer living in England, and started to feel a bit of discomfort in the back door. And this discomfort continued for a while. You know, it felt like, you know, he could just poke and scratch a little bit, pain would go away. And then after a few months, he had trouble sitting down and walking because of this little Discomfort in the back door. It became more than discomfort, actually. It was painful. He'd gone a few months, and he realised, I'm in trouble. So he went to the doctors, and he dropped his strides, and the doctor took a look at his back door, and the doctor kind of just kept a straight face, but went, you've got to go to hospital. The guy had extreme piles, vicious piles. You know, he'd tried to scratch and poke for months. Because, you know, young tough guy, didn't want to go to hospital, didn't want to go to the doctors. So finally, he did get to the hospital, and they were giving him the local anaesthetic. Was it the general? Which one puts you to sleep, local or general? General. General. General anaesthetic. Before they gave him the general anaesthetic, you know what the nurse says to him? No. Do you mind if we take a few photos? Hmm. He... He wanted to add it to their collection. (laughs) That's right. This is for the medical journal. This is research going on. That's how bad. And this guy had been walking around for months, you know, just pushing those piles back up his clacker, you know, just really struggling on and he actually said it felt like I had a it felt like I had an angry strawberry up my backside up my jacksy and that was you it was not me no it was not me no sounds like you you know when you 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 uh, telling a story about a friend but it's actually you I do that. I do I that, have a but not friend, on this occasion. Uh, no. His penis is uh, 30.5 centimeters. He wants to know if he's a micro penis or if he's normal. Uh, my friend says very worried about uh, his teeth. I'm going to stay anonymous in that situation, am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't think I'd be anonymous in that situation. Yeah. Feel like whacking that around the room. Take a look at this. Look what it does! Okay. Be whacking it on the stairs, whacking it on the chairs. God! Okay. What am I going to do? I think we, we're okay with the introduction. We've milked that, have we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. Um, we're going to try and stay off the subject of big knobs and we're trying to avoid politics as well, aren't we? Mm. Yeah, like mm. too much of that uh, yeah. going around. We don't want to alienate the, anyone. The, 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 the hungry uh, strawberry is enough as, uh, as it is. You're calling it the hungry strawberry? You the angry strawberry. Okay, yeah. Angry. 
we French don't use um, use badly the H when it comes to English. That's right. It's a learning journey for yeah, both of yeah. us doing this podcast together. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to speak French. Très bien. Ça va? You nailed this one. You nailed it. Are you going to ask me how I'm oh, feeling? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good. Uh, and uh, ça va très bien. Et, et vous, ça va? Fatigué. Very good. There we go. There yeah. we go. Yes. So a little bit of je ne sais quoi drifting around the studios here. Um, perhaps we should tell the listeners where the studios are located. Yeah. Because we are definitely not in France. No. We're not in Australia. No, we're not. We are in, well, you would call it Japan. Uh, Japan. Right. Yeah, watching the Olympics. And we call it Japan. Right. Uh, we haven't got in through Corona. You know, we haven't snuck in through the back door. We got here years and years ago. And we worked at a certain company which no longer exists in its original form. Some of you who have lived in Japan would know the name of that company. We're not going to go down market and say its name, but that's where we met a long, long time ago. Um, most of the times we meet up, we do get pissed out of our brains, don't we? Izakaya's... Your foot. Right, that is, yep. And we've whittled it down from going on adventures around Tokyo, and really we just end up at the same one all the time now, which is halfway between our houses, because we live out in the boring suburbs now. And originally the guys looked at us and went, what the fuck are these guys doing here? And now we get the bows, don't we? It's Maidor, Maidor, welcome back. Good to see you guys. So we get that respect when we pop in. We order exactly the same stuff as we did the last time. So it makes it a pretty easy experience for the management there. Uh, but yeah, we're basically here to nut out the things that need to be talked about. Problem solving... Uh, discussions, thinking, sharing creative ideas, um, sharing burst dreams, and trying to make our way through this big, mixed-up, crazy world. Let's do that now. Uh, on the other side of this... You like the Beatles, right? Like, yes, of course. Yeah, I know you're a um, Abbey Road kind of guy. Yes, yeah. I listened to it this morning, going to the station. Right, come together. Because here comes the sun, sun king. Yeah. Nice. Um, Nantuka the money. Don't remember. Have you ever met a passionate? Hater of the Beatles? No. No. We, um... Well, my older sister, she doesn't like the Beatles. I she grew up have. in this area, actually. She was like... She was already 13 in 69. All right. So she was a teeny bopper when they were big. Yeah. Okay. Well, but you're obviously much, much younger than your sister. 
So I am. We, we don't want listeners to think that we're a couple of old farts sitting here. We, no. no. Uh, I was a teeny bopper. Uh, who would it have been? We don't have the voice of teeny bopper. No, Kylie Minogue was um, big when I was in high school. Yeah. And I assume Sylvie Vartan was a bit before your time as well. No, that's too old for me. Right. What about that cute uh, girl with the love heart on her waist? You know, she wriggles around a little bit, singing about the bubbles in the bath. What's, what's her name? What? Yeah, you got this really... I think she was a star maybe 10 years ago, and she's wearing a really tight bodysuit with a love heart on it. Ah, singing uh, out the, the yeah, okay. bubbles uh, in the bath. Okay. Uh, Alizé. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you love Alizé, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Chicken. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. But uh, where was I? Um, Beatles hater. Yeah, I used to, yeah, we started with... I used uh, to yeah. work with a guy. Beatles hater to Alizé. <laughs> well, it's, you know, popular music talent. Um... You know, they can hold our attention for at least three minutes. Uh, I used to work with a guy, like, I showed him my Beatles key ring once. You know, I bought it in Liverpool. I was, oh, yeah, this is what I got in Liverpool. Red rag to a bull, you know. Oh, do you know that uh, John Lennon, he beat his wife? And, uh, oh, you know how many mink coats he used to have? And, oh, yeah, he... Just wanted to go, go, go. I was like, yeah, yeah I know, I know. I, I, I like their albums. I, you know, great band, great band. And you know, he just, any chance, he would try and have a crack at me. But it wasn't just him having a crack at me. All the other bands that he'd mentioned were really shit bands. Like, he'd say, oh, it wasn't just the Beatles. There were a lot of other groups, you know. I was like getting ready, okay, he's going to mention the Stones. Who else do you think he'd mention? So you'd think, okay, he's going to talk about the Stones. Yeah, who else? The Monkees. Right, you'd think he'd mention the Monkees. Who else? Uh, I I, I don't know. The the Yabbards. The Them. Right. Um, Some Australian guys. (laughs) Easy Beats. Oh, thank you for remembering them. Now, he, you know... He didn't mention The Who. I thought you were going to say The Who, because I the know who, how much you course. love The yeah, Who. Yeah, 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 I love The Who. How yeah. dare you forget them. The, the kings, kings. The doors, the birds. Yeah. No, 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 no. He mentions Herman's Hermits and the Dave Clark Five and all these, you know, little one-hit wonders. Or, okay. you know, maybe Herman, two hits. Hermit, is it the Daltons? Uh, you're Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely daughter. Yeah. No, That's what you're asking? No, the Turtles. Oh, the turtles, happy together. Yeah, happy that was together. kind of yeah. That's the kind of stuff he's mentioning. I was well, like, it's a great song. I was like, you know, can can we actually mention the premier bands? Can we talk about, you know, bands that had six album careers or ten album careers, whatever? He's like, no, no, no. You guys mention bands who had two or three songs, and that's you know they they were hit. They they were hit for six months, and then they died. Uh, the Beatles basically did everything more consistently and they did everything that the other groups could do anyway. Like, some groups would do one or two things better, but they couldn't do everything as good as the Beatles. Like uh, The Who, I can see for miles. 
you know, gem. And maybe the Stones with painted black or something like that. But the Beatles albums are all better than them. Like, The Who had some great albums. But, uh, it's a disappointing thing with the Stones, like getting into them when they had Get Off My Cloud and Satisfaction and painted black. Listen to the album, you're expecting to get another 14 cool songs like that, and they're just boring blues songs. The Beatles, when you got one of their albums, they had songs just as good as the singles, or even better than the singles. So they always gave you much more value for money. And they did the movies too, and that kind of stuff. Like, you didn't see the movie? Uh, Hard Day's Night and Help are worth seeing. Anyone who tells you that Magical Mystery Tour is amazing is full of shit. Yeah, just... I saw that on TV. Almost unwatchable, yeah. Long time ago. Let that, It Be that, is that was cool. very te- That was terrible. Yeah. Uh, Let It Be, I'm still waiting for that uh, Peter Jackson thing to come out. That's going to be pretty cool. But, yeah, the the others, I, I mistakenly read Ray Davies, you know, from The Kinks. I mistakenly clicked on my Kindle and bought his book, X-Ray, you forget how big they were. They had so many number one hits. And they were so young as Apparently well. Apparently I was, um, was reading an article about um, a summer song. Uh, it's, uh, it was a newspaper about uh, sports. And the uh, Kings, is it Buffalo Sunset? Ah, yeah, you're talking about um, in the summertime and then Waterloo Sunset. Waterloo Sunset. Right. Waterloo Sunset was huge. Uh, yeah, The summer clock. of the, the, when England won, won the World Cup, summer 66. Uh, apparently, it was, the, like, it was the song connected to the World Cup. And oh, right. If they listen to it in England, on radio, and stuff, they, are, they are like, uh, this is the World Cup. That takes everyone back. Back to... Uh, the year Eric Cantona was born. <laughs> it was, yeah. That used to be on the billboards. Yeah. So, yeah, he was amazing too. I saw a, a guy wearing a T-shirt yesterday with this. Nineteen sixty-six is a is great year, was a great year for England. You saw that here in Tokyo. Here in Tokyo. It was a Japanese guy. Yeah. All oh, right. But yeah. looked like Japanese. I don't know. I shared on a thread recently. Um, you shared? Shared. Okay. Shared on you a thread recently. We have auditors. I understand. I understand. Some people have trouble with my Aussie accent. No, nobody could notice you were an Australian. No? no. Talk to... Um, they don't know I'm French. Too sophisticated. Yeah, we're too worldly. We're too worldly. I mean, th- this could be a podcast sans frontiers. That's how worldly it is. Uh, we're talking about who the Beatles were of Manchester United. And it was generally agreed Eric Cantona was John Lennon, David Beckham was Paul McCartney, and then I, th- I think uh, someone said Paul Scholes was George Harrison, the quiet one, but still really talented. Uh, Ringo, I think... People just said Peter Schmeichel because it was a goalkeeper. I, I said Dennis Irwin because, you know, everyone liked him, but, you know, no one was going to wear a shirt with his number on their back. 
and, and um, George Martin would be Alex Ferguson. That's the, how they would shape up in Manchester United. Oh, sorry, we, we can talk about the great Bordeaux side and who the Manchester Uniteds of, would be of Bordeaux. We have to decide which one is the great Bordeaux side. That's right. There's so a a anyone who knows a Bordeaux team... Now, in 96, 94 to 96, you get a lineup with Zinedine Zidane. Right. Uh, Vizge, Lisa Azou, Christophe Dugarry, Didier Tolo, other guy like this. Um, in the mid-90s? In the mid-90s, yeah. Right. Just before Zidane goes to the, went to the Juventus. Right. Okay. And in the in the mid to the end eighties, you got the Great Bordeaux, we which went uh, semi final uh, in uh, European Championship against Juventus, the year of the Hazel Stadium incident. I say I call it incident, but Hazel Stadium eighty five. Eighty five, yeah. Yeah. Bordeaux was a semi finalist against Juventus. All right. So how different it could have been if Bordeaux had won that semi final. Yeah. So three 0 in in Turin, and back to Bordeaux two 0 Right. For Bordeaux, so it was close. Oh, okay. It was close. It was close. So they lost three two overall. Overall, they lost three two, and then, well, Juventus went to the final. Um, Platini celebrated scored. the penalty. Like. Yeah, but I didn't know everybody was dead in the stadium, or a third of the people were injured or something. I think they knew something had happened, and yeah, they they all knew that he'd been no, well, tackled well, outside said, the box. What he said, what he used to say, what he's still saying now, is like basically like um, we had to keep on playing the game because the crowd was getting crazy. Or, Something like this. Yeah, they they said there was a danger of something even worse happening. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But Liverpool players were dirty on him for celebrating, like, and and he was obviously tackled outside the box, and the Liverpool players complained, and the ref yeah. he just said, "This is not going into extra time." <laughs> I think it was a, like an 80th minute penalty or something. Mm. Like, yeah, the well, ref was just looking for monk, a, monk, monk. a penalty to give. Yeah, Wingers. Well, Liverpool Wingers. QPR are my team, but at that time. QPR. Yeah, I, I lived it's in like West you, London you're for two years. You're looking for somebody who hates the Beatles, <laughs> and now we have to find somebody else who actually support QPR. Someone who knows who QPR. Ah, yes. Yeah, so, um, is, is it uh, about the initials? It's a QPR that's turned you on. Or? I lived in I lived in Queens Park in London, so okay. you know I had to go for the locals. Okay. Uh, but at that time, I was living in Australia. Obviously, a little boy, looking at the TV at like three in the morning, watching TV. You you could only support Liverpool, <laughs> Manchester United, Everton. Could have been one London team, maybe Arsenal, but because not that's all you saw. Even Chelsea, I think, were kind of Division Two at that stage. So there weren't many teams if you could, you know, you got match of the day once a week. And that was one hour highlights package. There were probably four or five teams you knew were going to be shown. They weren't showing QPR on match of the day, you know, a program going around the world. 
Uh, I had a mate who grew up in Kuwait, and he supported Everton. Same reason. He said, like, yeah, you had to choose from three or four teams because they were the only teams that they would show regularly. So I think that's it. So I think it's about time to wrap it up. So thank you for listening to Chocolat and Strawberry. Oui, merci à tous et à toutes de nous avoir écoutés ce soir. J'espère que vous avez eu autant de, de fun que nous à, à faire ce podcast. Euh, N'hésitez pas à laisser des commentaires. Euh, euh, ça nous aidera pour la suite. Voilà, et on espère vous revoir ou euh, très bientôt. On vous embrasse. I am getting fully... Uh, excited hearing you speak French. Uh, not, not, not too much, please. I'm, uh, <laughs> iterous, iter, iter, that's very difficult. Laser H, again. Heterosexual. Men, don't get too, too, too excited. I know that you could take that so if accent. I, if, I speak, if I speak in French, you are getting that excited? Well, I'm Hello, getting excited on behalf of all the female listeners, okay. especially the ones in Melbourne and Sydney and Perth. That never who, met a French guy. That's right. If you were to take that accent I'm there. I'm sure they had a lot of Italians in their life, I mean. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. But um, for some reason, the French kind of avoided Australia as a destination yeah, to because to. Because of the size of the spiders. Okay. Well, it didn't stop you moving to Algeria, mm. right? Like, uh, they have no spiders over there. But they've got scary snakes, right? Do they? I Ooh. thought that was like where they have cobras and stuff like that, or rattlesnakes. No, 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 no. You're confusing with India and America. <laughs> as, as a white trash man, I guess, that's why. Right, okay, we're going, mm. right, completely different parts of the world. Anyway, you didn't take zoology at a school, which is... Uh, the reason why. I bet you didn't take Latin as well. Rosa, um, Rosae, Rosam. I'm just going to choose to become incommunicado with you. Okay. Yeah. That's the way that? you treat, uh, treat a stranger in Australia. Mm -hmm. Foreign people. Yeah. What's the other one? Mushi. Well, you, you can't even see me now because mm. I am traveling in time. Incognito. Okay. There we go. That's my Latin. Yeah. No key pro quo. <laughs> okay, right. No quid pro quo. Right, good point, good point. Jeez, we really are breaking down barriers here today. Yeah. Right. We did even speak Latin. I said three phrases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. bad, not bad. Yeah, okay. Uh, right. Um, I think. We didn't uh, talk about the Olympics. How's Australia going? Yeah, nobody cares. Australia. Anyway. Uh, we can talk about the pool. I haven't checked, but I'm sure Australia's winning gold in the pool. Okay. Mm. Yeah. How about France? Uh, I haven't checked, but I'm pretty sure they haven't got any gold yet. Right. Okay. I'm sure the French will win something in cycling for sure, right? Mm. Yeah, in something right. that okay. nobody cares about. Handball, maybe. <laughs> Yes, handball. <laughs> I, I've watched that and I've been confused by that. So. Yeah. yeah, in fencing. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, full credit to all of those people playing it 
and looking dead serious while they're doing it because I'm just baffled. I mean, it's, it's all Greek to me when I'm just looking at it thinking, what are the rules? Like, how many steps can they take? And I don't know. Um, apologies to all handball aficionados out there who are going, oh, these guys are so ignorant. They don't care about a real sport. Like, they don't care. Handball's international. Yeah. Maybe. Pretty oh. cool. In France, we play it at school a lot. Oh, right. We never heard about it before. We never play it again after. But at school, we play it uh, yeah, a lot. No handball guys getting big Nike contracts or Adidas contracts or anything like that. I have no clue. None of them are selling beer or selling Coca-Cola. Again, or anything. I have no clue. Yeah. Okay. Well, our sympathies go out to the handball fraternity... I'm sure that you are legion. You know, write to us, give us a call. Hit us up and, and we will try and spread the word with our podcasts. And next time our Australian friend will not talk as much as now. Yeah, but maybe you won't either because people will tell us to shut up and shut down the podcast altogether. Yeah, I think they want to listen to me more. Oh. I have a sexiest accent. That's true. Nobody wants to acquire an Australian accent. Uh, it sounds really vegetarian. How do you call this thing you, you eat in the morning? Vegemite. Vegemite. Yeah, it sounds like this. Yeah. Vegemite accent. Well, that's how we judge an Australian these days. Really? It's, it's not from appearance, okay. by sound. Because nobody wants to acquire this accent. But You've got to be... Can you say the word Vegemite or not? That's how you uh, actually uh, judge people. Right, that's how we do it. And basically, we know. Are you into it or not? If you've grown up in Australia, you're going to sound like this. Yeah. Because who's Otherwise going to want to you're just an immigrant. Right. The hard choice. Which is worst. Uh, before we come to blows, I think it's a good time to sign off. Bye-bye. See you later, everyone. Thanks Au for listening. of frogs, lice, flies, boils, hail, locusts and, uh, well, that'll just about do it.